Welcome, everybody. I'm Chris Miller, author of the number one best-selling book, Ready for Pre-Tirement, Three Secrets for Safe Money and a Fabulous Future. I'm so honored to be the host of this show called Ready, Set, Retire, but we decided to change the name Retire to Refire because most people in their midlife are recreating themselves and giving back their passion to help change the world. So that's why I'm so thrilled to have such amazing guests come to my show. You know, a lot of people are really concerned, even lay awake at night wondering if they're going to have enough money to pay bills, let alone retire. But in this show, your vision is going to be transformed, and I'm going to show you how to have safe money and a fabulous future. I've counseled thousands of individuals, businesses, and families over the past 23 years And proud to say I've never lost one dime of my clients' money with safe money strategies. But as we recreate ourselves for this second life of how we're going to give back and help change the world, there's a lot to it. That's why pre-retirement is plan retirement early so your money, your health, and your peace of mind is there when you need it. Because this is such a big field I've invited some amazing individuals and experts to my show to show you how to have a profitable business, how to make your money less, how to create this new life for yourself. And today, I'm so honored to have Katerina Rondo as my special guest. She shows women how to build profitable businesses with speaking and hosting their own workshops, events, and retreats. Katerina is a master certified coach and business strategist for women. Katerina will host this year 94 days of her own retreats and workshops. How exciting. Katerina, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Chris, I'm so excited to be here. You know, that I think it's so cool that you are showing women how to do these workshops because That's really how I got started. I started doing local workshops in my local area. I didn't really know how to do it then. But that really is the best way to really create a business. What what got you started in teaching women how to do events and retreats? Well, here's the thing. Women love to get together. We love to get together and meet each other, connect, talk, support each other, do something together like you know, bake or, or make quilts or, you know, um, make vision boards. I mean, we just love to get together for so many reasons. And so when you want to grow your business, and, and this is really great for any of our listeners that don't even have a business yet, to recognize that the best way to get clients is for them to come and spend time with you. And by doing a a two-hour workshop or a one-day event or even inviting people in your living room to talk about something is a great way for them to meet you, get to know you, and then, of course, to build your business. And even doing your own events or retreats can be a business in and of itself. Right. Absolutely. It is true what you're saying. This is the best way you know, why Why would a woman, like she has her own business, host her own events, and, and they ha- she has to actually see the tie together with, you know, because sometimes you might be a CPA. Now, how am I going to, how would I have a retreat and how would that help me, help my business? 
Well, it helps your business because people come and spend time with you, and then they begin to know and understand the value that you could bring to them. They learn about your skills or your strategies or your techniques or your recommendations. Of course, you always want to give them massive value at your introduction workshop or event. And then as a result of that, they're going to want to come and either work with you one-on-one or work with you in a group or come spend more time with you at an event. And as a result of that, because they get value from you, they will be an insta-yes in many cases to working with you. So um, if a woman, say somebody wants to get started with their own event or their own retreat, what, what, would, they, what would they have to do? How would they wrap around that? Well, the first thing is always pick a date, mm-hmm. pick a topic or a theme, and pick a price. Now, if it's an intro, there might be no price, which is fine. But then after that, when you're doing full-day events... You're going to be charging for them. And then you don't, sometimes you don't even need a location. You just need, need to say the area. And once you have your topic and your time then what you, and your date, then you start to focus on what are the benefits that people are going to get when they come. And as a result of that, you start to talk about those. And then you might make a flyer and start to be loud and proud about what you're offering. Wow, that's great. So you've been doing this since 1993? Long time, yes. A long time. Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. And let me just say a little bit about that, Chris, because, okay. you know, sometimes when people hear speakers or they go to seminars and they see them just doing a phenomenal job, yeah. and then people think to themselves, oh, my gosh, I could never do that. I could never be that good. Right. And what I want everybody to know is that when you see somebody who's really awesome at doing a workshop or hosting an event, you think to yourself, you know, I could never do that. But the truth is what you're only seeing is a moment in time. And you're not seeing the thousands of hours before when they did this. And I like to remind everybody that, you know, we do need 10,000 hours in to be more masterful at something, but the, but the point is that every hour in brings us closer to mastery. So you can get that good. It just takes time. And as somebody that does, you know, 94 days of my own events this, just this year, sure, I do it with ease, but I didn't do it with ease the first year or the second year. And then, of course, by the third year, it did start to get easy because you know what you're doing. So the first, I promise everybody, the first one is not going to be the best one. But you want to get the first one done because then you're going to start to be better the second time and the third time. That is such a good point. You know, I think we all get caught, especially I think women probably do it more maybe, that we're always comparing with each other. and Absolutely. She's better than I and I could never be that good and... She's, you know, she's this or that, right? That is, right. That's a good point. And we have to cut that out. And, and you know, I always ask women to use this as the yardstick. The yardstick to use to measure whether or not it's time to do your own thing is do you have value to bring? And if you feel you have value to bring, then bring it. 
because not everybody resonates with everybody. And let's say somebody wants to, to teach something that, you know, 15 other people are teaching right around them. Well, it doesn't matter because not everyone will want to work with the other people. Some of them will want to work with you because of who you are and how you bring what you bring. Right, right. Good, good point. So, you know, why why don't people do this? I mean, what is it? Do you think it's fear or, you know, they don't want to do events or retreats? What's well, I think, yeah, I think that people are afraid of a few things. They're afraid of, what am I going to talk about for two hours? Uh-huh. Right. But the truth is we usually find we have more content than we need. That's the first thing. But then also people have a fear of, will anybody show up? And that's a legitimate concern. And the truth is the first time you do your own workshop or event, it's okay to invite everybody to come as your guest. Because you know what? At the end, you're going to make an offer, and some of those people that came as a guest will come home as clients. It's always wonderful to invite anybody that you want to be your client to come as your guest. And then once you've done it once, then you can start charging for it, or you will put a price on it, but then still invite people to come as your guest. Because, yes, you do want a full room, but don't be attached to the price people pay to get in the door the first time. See the first time as an opportunity for you to experience yourself doing your own event, thriving at it, and then as a result, you'll be much more confident the next time to sell it and sell it and sell it. That's that's a great point. So what what do you think some of, and I'm sure there are a lot of them, you know, I've made a lot of them, the mistakes to avoid when you're doing your own events and retreats. Well, the first thing, again, is that we look at how other people do it and we think, oh, okay, good, I'll, I'll just do that. And some people, I had one lady at one of my recent Enlivened Summits that she said to me, Katerina, my first event, I did a three-day event. She said, I almost killed myself. There wasn't hardly anybody there. Right, because why are you starting with a three-day event? You know, you start with a two-hour event. So one big mistake is people start with really too big of ambitions, and then they really do stress themselves out too much, not only about the time commitment and filling the room, but also because, of course, the cost of producing a three-day event is much more substantial than the cost of producing a one-hour, a two-hour, or a one-day event. And the other thing to know is that people will not spend a lot of time with you if they haven't spent a little time with you. Let me give you a perfect example. I looked last night, I was looking at some event sites, and I saw this retreat in Italy for a week. And I thought, oh, that's exciting, go to Italy for a week. And then I I looked at the ladies and I thought, well, I should probably go to something they do smaller first before I commit to spending a week with them in Italy across the world. And that's really how people think. They're not going to spend, you know, I'm doing a retreat in Hawaii next year. Everybody that's coming is somebody that has done something with me before. Most people are not going to come and spend a lot of time with you a week or even three days or even two days if they haven't spent two hours with you. And that's important for us to recognize as we begin to do events is you do the smaller events to enroll people in the larger events. Well, that's That totally makes sense. And, and 
And so when you're doing an event, do you do you funnel your events? I mean, you have like maybe a one day, and then if they want to drill in, and then you build it up, or... So yeah, I do. So here's what what I do, Chris. Is I do intro evenings, which are two, and I, I don't call them intro evenings. They're, that's what they are from a from a strategic perspective. I call them, you know, a workshop on how to profit with your own workshops and events. And then when people come to that, and I don't charge for that, it's an intro event. And mostly, I invite my friends or potential clients to come, and then my clients invite their friends to come, and then at that event, we invite them to a two-day event. And the reason is because, you know, people are not going to travel even an hour or two hours to be with you for two days if they haven't been with you in their area for two hours, or they it's much more difficult to get them to do that. So I love doing the intros because there's no pressure. You just come, you give massive value, and then from that, you can invite people to do a two-day. But I would say that I don't tell my clients to start with an intro to a two-day. I tell my clients to go from an intro to a one-day because that's a lot easier to get people to give you one day. It's important to remember that people are investing not just with their money, they're investing with their time also. And the more time you're asking them to give you, the harder it is to get an easy yes. Right, right. That's very good. And, you know, for our listeners, you are a master certified coach. And we yes. actually awarded with a, a, the internal international coach federation. That's pretty cool. Yes, I've been a master coach for many years, and I I would say less than one percent of coaches in the world are master certified. And it definitely people when they're working with a coach, they definitely want to be working with a certified coach because coaching is not a regulated industry. That is so important. I'll tell you, I've worked with a lot of them that weren't certified, that were certified in taking your money and really not taking you to the next level. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could explain to the listeners that may not know what is a coach. What does a coach do for you or what What would you help them with? Sure. Well, you know, as as a coach in my business, what I do is I do – I take on several roles. One is to be a visionary with my clients and hold a bigger vision for them than they hold for themselves. Another is to be that consultant to help them create goals and plans. And another is to be the counselor, to listen to, and that's also my academic background is counseling, to support them through the personal side of being an entrepreneur. Because as you know, when you're a business, when you have your own business, it's really you are your business and it really all goes together. And then the, the, other part is being their cheerleader and being their champion and celebrating their wins with them and being someone that they can share their excitement with. And then what we provide, and I love to provide as a coach, is community because community is something that women working by themselves in their home offices often miss out on. And so I would have to tell you, Chris, that the biggest value that I think I bring is providing a community of like-minded women for my clients. And it's something I didn't know that I was going to do. You know, I just wanted to, to provide my programs and give massive value. 
And then this community started to build up, and now I'm consciously creating the community because I see how incredibly valuable it is to enrich the lives and the businesses of the women that I have the privilege to work with. That is so cool. And, you know, that that's exactly what I, I discovered, you know, going to lots of trainings and events, that I was actually wanting the community with the people and the, and the masterminding that just happens when you talk with each other and everybody shares. It's, it's so important. You can't do it, it is. alone. And no, and we yeah. don't always realize that, you know, until no. we get in community. We don't realize that we were missing it. That's exactly right. Exactly. I mean, I've been doing this for many years by myself and just, you know, banging my head against the wall because not having the community or the direction and and so it could really help our listeners take off a lot of time of, you know, trying to figure it out yourself because people haven't figured it out. So that's really a cool service. This might be a good opportunity. You're you're going to offer everybody. You've got a free gift for everybody. We can tell them where it is right now. We'll talk yeah. again a little bit later if you'd like. Sure. Thanks so much. Everybody on my website, enlivensummit.com, enlivensummit.com, you can get a free audio down, so info-packed, very comprehensive, on doing your own workshops and events. And if this is just for women, and it will give you some great ideas on how to get started, some key questions to ask, rookie mistakes to avoid, and it will also give you a boost to get into action, which is really the most important thing. You know, Chris, one of my favorite quotes is from Joan Baez, American folk singer, action is the antidote to despair. And I'm sure some of our listeners may be, you know, in despair about what's next for them in their life. And I I would tell all my clients, you know, don't get ready to get ready to begin to think about getting going, just get into action and get started. And the first step is do your own very small event, invite some ladies together, and you will see how powerful it is, and then you'll want to do more. Exactly. Beautiful. So, you know, are there are there any little things that people can do every day to make their events stand out? Yes, thank you. So one of the things that's really important to put attention on is to think about, you know, what experience do you want people to have when they come and be with you? And really, you know, I'm Italian. I was raised Italian. And when I do my events, I want to think, have you the same feeling that you would have if you came to my house? So, of course, we make the house nice. We make the event beautiful. We have flowers all over the place, just like we would in my home. We're going we're gonna to feed you. We're going to welcome you. We're going to make sure you have something to drink. We're going to greet you personally. We're going to um, make sure you're comfortable. I'm going to introduce you to the other people that have already arrived. All of those really VIP treatments that you would deliver to somebody in your who's coming to be a guest at your dining room table, the same thing you want to do at your events. And I'm going to tell you, Chris, because so many people don't bring TLC to their event production, that when you do that, it will really stand out. And of course, I'm going to give you, you know, just like if you come to my house, I'm going to send you home with something, right? You're not going to go home empty-handed. Well, the same thing, when you come to the event, we're going to give you 
a small gift. We're going to give you a massive value in your workbook so that you really leave feeling really good that you have something to take home. And one of my business principles is being generous. And I find, especially with women, that women really appreciate that because so many people run their business from a, a nickel and dime perspective and that when you have generosity of spirit, generosity of heart, generosity of the way you deliver your value to your clients and your potential clients, you will find that that will come back to you tenfold. tenfold. And this is the attitude that I want to invite people to bring into their events. You know, uh, when I go to events and I see the, the speaker or the trainer, you know, behind the curtain and they don't come out unless they're on stage and they don't talk to the audience, right. it doesn't make me feel good. And, I, you know, and yeah. and think about the people in your audience, that's not going to make them feel good either. So so treat them like they're a guest in your home, and that will make a big difference. That is, that's so true. What a difference. Absolutely. They're not feeling like this. Right. That's beautiful. So, you know, I bet you, you do something a lot different than most people do in their workshops or their events. You know, you treat them like family. What other really unique things that... That are different than the standard, you know, go to the workshop. Yeah. Well, let's let's remember that there's different kinds of learners. You know, there's uh-huh. the visual learner, the auditory learner, the kinesthetic learner, and that you really want to have something for everybody. So that now I, you know, I use PowerPoint, but I might go through 20 slides in a whole day just because it's nice to have a visual image. Mm-hmm. Don't use too much of that. And people use too much, especially in the beginning. So after every time they do an event, take some slides out because you do want something visual on the screen. But again, you don't want to have a lot of attention on it. Videos are really great because videos usually have music and pictures and those um, impact people emotionally. Giving them exercises and things to do is really important, again, for the kinesthetic people. And then, of course, not only having some great stories, but some great examples for the auditory people is important. And the other thing, and here's a super tip for everyone, women don't feel a part of a group until they hear their own voice in the room. So they don't want to come and sit down and be lectured at. They want to come and be welcomed. And when they sit down and the action starts, you want to have some exercise that gets their voice out in the room. So that's a quick exercise with the people at their table. It's walking around, uh, connecting with people. Because once that happens, then they feel present. But just to come and listen to a talking head, they're not going to be as engaged as if you have found a way to include them from the get-go. That's a great point, really. Very good. So, um, like, I bet you a lot, and I know a lot of women would be listening to this going, oh, it sounds great, but it's just too much to do. How do I wrap around all this? What do I do? What would you say to her? Well... First thing I would say that, you know, any big dream or goal does require some work. And that we can get a team together and that we can find people to help us to do what they're good at. You know, I mean, I have a designer that I work with that makes everything look beautiful. I don't do that myself. I have a a web guy that does all the changes on my website. I have somebody that 
edits the videos and puts the pictures together and somebody else that does social media. And if that all seems like too much, remember that you don't have to start with any of that. You know, I started with three gals and a flip chart. You don't even need a flip chart. Just get some gals together and go. You start where you are. And I encourage everybody to start where they are because the biggest mistake people make is waiting. Because when you wait, you're not getting the experience that comes from doing it. You know, somebody said to me the other day that they felt that I was really good at making offers and inviting people to join my advanced programs. And the truth is, Chris, I've been doing it for 20 years and I'm just starting to feel like I'm really good at it, you know, because it takes a lot of practice to get good at different things. And hopefully it won't take any of our listeners that long, but it does take a while before you really start to feel in the zone. And that only comes with time in. And that's why I encourage people to get busy, start where you are, do what you can now. Right. Good one. So do you actually help women do their own events and retreats and help them? Yes, yes. So we have a two-day summit called the Enliven Summit, which is all about how to plan, produce, and profit with women's events and retreats. We include a comprehensive notebook for you. We include checklists and templates and and timelines and, and, and audios and, excuse me, videos for people to watch to continue their learning and our, our marketing blueprint and our vendor list. We give you pretty much everything you need to do an awesome event. And then we do also have a six-month program that is more coaching and consulting individually with people and really getting them from ground zero to an incredible event as well. And I, I, I love doing this because I don't think there's any better way to catapult your business, to build your influence, and really gain all the personal rewards of, that come from having a business than doing events. That sounds great. So, you know, you've had some amazing experience. You're a best-selling author of Learn to Power Think, right? Learn yes. To power Learn to Power Think. Think. And it's now, it just was actually re-released in the last uh-huh. month. The book has been re-released, and it's now called Learn to Think Differently. Okay, cool. So that, that's out right now, so our listeners yes. can get a copy of that. Yes. And where would you you want them to go to get it? You know, I would tell them to go to Amazon to get it. Okay. We we sell them at our events, Mm -hmm. but that's the best place for them to get it. I'm not. I'm honestly not selling it online because it's only ten dollars, so it's not worth worth the trouble for me. But they can get it on Amazon, or when they come to my events, they can get a signed copy. That's cool. And for those of you that just joined in, you're listening to Ready Set Retire or Refire because we're recreating our lives and. Starting over again, my name is Chris Miller. I'm your host, and you can reach out to me at readyforpretirement.com. I have my number one best-selling book on there, and there's I have a free article on the three myths of, of what you need to know about to protect your assets from the next crash. This is a little workbook that gives you all the little instructions and things that you don't even think about, like the legal documents you need and living trusts powers of attorney and what what you need for your children and you can also text the code 7772 and send that to 22828 and that way you can get a copy of the book or you can go right to our website ready for pre-retirement 
download it for free, and that will give you a little checklist. Or you can reach out to me at Chris, K-R-I-S, at readyforpretirement.com. And you are listening to Ready, Set, Retire, and Katarina Rondo is telling us about how to have events and workshops. She's a thriving business coach for women, and she has been doing this for a long time, and she has a sweetheart and is is sharing all these great tips with us right now. Um, Katarina, you have such great, great information for everybody. What are some more tips that that our listeners might want to know about the retreats and the workshops? Well, the one thing that has I would say has really helped me a lot, and I really want to encourage people to put attention on, is cultivating champions. Mm-hmm. And that champions are people that think the work that you do is awesome, and they love what you do. They may be your client, they may be your friend, they may be a, a vendor of yours. And to cultivate them, first of all, make sure that they've come to any events that you would like them to help you get the word out about, but then also to incent them to send people to your events. So we absolutely give commission to our champions when they send somebody to an event. And part of the benefit of doing the intro events that we discussed earlier is that all my clients and champions, they can send their people at no cost to the intro, and then when the the people that they've sent sign up for something, they get a commission. So they're really inviting somebody without any investment from that person, so it's an easy yes for that person. And then if they choose to do something, then that person gets paid. So it's really a win-win-win because they're not, they're, they don't feel like they're selling or they're trying to convince anybody. All they're doing is offering them a free opportunity, and then as a result, they may get a commission down the road. This, I would say, is one of the things that has really contributed to our success more than anything because when you do a great job for people, they want to let the, get the word out about you. But the thing is that if you don't keep compensating them, they won't continue to get the word out about you. So that's why it's important to have an incentive program that you create or referral program to ensure that it's a win-win-win for everybody. So, so how... Maybe you could drill down a little bit and explain to everybody what what does an incentive program mean? What, what, sure. So that means you would give commission to people okay. on the prices that are paid. So, for example, with our Enliven Summit, when somebody sends one of their friends to an intro night, and then at that intro night, that person would sign up for an Enliven Summit, the person who referred them is going to get a 25% commission on whatever the fee is that that person paid. Right. And then when that person comes to the Enliven Summit and they may choose to sign up for the six-month advanced program on doing your own events and retreats, they're going to get a 10% commission on that price, um, so so the fee that they paid. So that way, you really people feel great because they got people to come and they get paid and then they feel even better when they get paid again because they chose to do something. And let me just say that this is a place where a lot of coaches make mistakes because they'll pay people to help them get people in the room, but then they won't pay them on the upsell and that creates a lot of resentment. So it's really important what we do in my company and I recommend people to do is that we give lifetime commissions so you will always be paid on that person you referred 
for the lifetime of that client whenever they sign up for something. Wow, that's a big one right there. There's not a lot of people that do that. Yeah, and it's important to do it because it creates goodwill as opposed right. to uh, opposed to the opposite. And right. you know, you know, I, I some people, some women. Let's say I'm going to say a lot of women don't get it. And let me explain. The fees that you pay are the marketing expense that you didn't have to pay somewhere else. So, for example, when somebody puts somebody in my room, you know, I didn't have to spend any money to get that person in the room. Whereas in business overall, I spend a lot of money every month to market my business. We do Facebook ads. We do email, you know, email sequences. That all costs money. If I go give a speech somewhere, that takes time away from my other things. That costs money. So recognize that any commissions that you pay are the marketing fee that you didn't pay, and it all works out. Right. That totally makes sense. It's funny how you could just forget about all that. Wow. Exactly. And again, it's about running your business with a spirit of generosity. There is plenty for everybody. There is, you know, I wish I could write commission checks, Chris, all day long. You know, we're we're at about 25% of our clients now come from referrals. I'd really like to see that grow to 50%. And we're doing things this year to facilitate that because wouldn't because somebody who came from somebody who's already a satisfied client they are what what I call a show me person as opposed to a prove it to me person and this is a really good point to make you know I tell my clients that there's two kinds of audiences there's the show me audience and there's the prove it to me audience and what you want of course are show me audiences and show me audiences are audiences that already know about the value you bring, they've met you before, or they've heard about you, they like you, they're interested in what you're going to have to say, or they're referred by someone who has already been successfully served by you. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Well, you just have so many so many expertise. You also you're a publisher and you have um a publisher and founder of the Thrive Publishing. Yeah. We do lots of exciting things over here to help women grow their businesses. That's really great. Maybe tell everybody a little bit about that. Sure. Well, what we do is we help women get published, and mostly what we do is multi-author books where we put everybody together in a book so they write a chapter and we do the rest. Our two recent books, one is called Catch Your Star, which is a personal development book for women, and our other book is called Business Success with Ease to help women be successful. And what we provide them is not only... Uh, publishing, we provide them training on how to use their book to build your business. We provide them training on using speaking to build your business. And, you know, we, we've talked a lot today, Chris, about events and retreats, and and there's a part of that that is important, which is being an awesome speaker. And so we have a whole nother summit on that, a whole nother training on that, because it's a very important that you're a good speaker when you host your own events, even when you're not on the platform a whole lot. But I do encourage everybody to be on the platform a whole lot when they are hosting their own events. Right. Wow. There's just so many things that you can offer. You 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 help people set up their workshops. You have a publishing component. You're a business expert. You're the author of over 400 articles that are featured in some really major magazines. You've really done well for yourself. That's pretty cool. 
Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, again, when people hear all those kinds of things, it might seem like a lot, but, you know, the the more you're in business, the more opportunities come to you, the more you pursue opportunities. And really what I want all our listeners to recognize is that when you have an attitude of service and you're, you're just here to serve, all those things happen with a lot more ease as long as you have the ability to do what we're discussing, which is to get people in a room and deliver massive value. And and I would say, Chris, you know, now I, now I like to make sales calls and talk to people, but for the first many years in my business, I really, I really found that very difficult. And that's why I started to speak was because when you speak, you know, then you don't have to make a sales call. Because at the end, you just invite people to work with you, and some of them choose to say yes. And for our listeners that may not love sales, that's why speaking is so awesome, and that's why doing your events is so awesome. Because at the end of your talk, you simply make an invitation for people to come to work and work with you, and many of them will choose to be a yes, and you don't have to worry about the ones that don't choose to be a yes and until you get better, and then you want to make follow-up calls with them. But in the beginning, you don't have to do that. And now there are, of course, many, many do's and don'ts to making offers that, that we teach and I would encourage people to learn about before they start to do a lot of that. But the, but the truth is, even when I was young and didn't know what I was doing, I would come home with a couple of clients because you give people massive value and then they want to work with you. It's very simple. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe you could share a few of the do's and don'ts about Sure. I know everybody gets stuck on that. And- Absolutely. The biggest mistake I see when people go to do a speech, and, I, and Chris, right now I'm referring more to going and speaking at a group or someplace where it's not your own event, right. to re- recognize that the more time you spend with an audience, the more they're open to investing with you. So if you, if you are only speaking for 20 minutes, let's say, it's not a good idea to invite them to join your six-month coaching program, okay? And, and 20 minutes is really about enough time to sell a book. That's about it. I really encourage people to always ask for more time and really be going for oh, 30 minutes. 30 minutes is still very little. 40 minutes, 50 minutes, 60 minutes. I love 90 minutes. 90 minutes is the sweet spot because you've had plenty of time to give massive value. And then what you want to do is invite those people to come and spend more time with you. And if they're the kind of person that likes to go to events because they've just met you at an event where you were speaking, then you want to invite them to another event because like attracts like, meaning if they if they were at this one, they'd like to go to another one. And that's why it's hard to go from a webinar to a live event or a teleclass to a live event. When you do a a free teleclass, you can invite people to a paid teleclass. When you do a a free webinar, you invite people to a paid webinar or webinar series. So at your marketing speeches, it's best to invite people to an event with you. So if you were speaking for an hour, invite them to come for half day or whole day. And you always want to give them a discount of course, because you want to create urgency and have them sign up before you leave. So the biggest mistake is people are are not making their offers easy yeses. They're making them difficult yeses. An easy yes is a low dollar amount and a low time commitment. 
And if you have a high dollar amount or a high time commitment, you're not going to come home with hardly any clients. And that's that's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> Very good point, though, because everybody's trying to do all the high-end kind of selling and without the value. Exactly. And so then when they come and they spend more time with you, then you can offer them an opportunity to invest more with you. And because they've gotten so much value, they will be a yes. Right. So you do you actually, so will you actually, you know, hold somebody's hand when they want to set up a plan for an event? Absolutely. Or? We do all that. Yes. Do all that. And you we do all that. Help them with, well, you help them with everything with yeah, we help them with, and we do the the how to make a great offer and and making offers and all of that. We focus on more at the sought after speaker summit that I also do, which is a great summit on specifically speaking. And we also practice this, and we have an advanced speaking program as well, where we practice this because speaking and events really go a lot together. Well, I see you're uh, a member of the National Speakers Association, now known yes. as Platform. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, I'm a member too, and um, I know you have to have a lot of speaking to be a part of that group. So you've had a lot of really good experience. Yes, and um, it's very, you know, and I would say that uh, how we're different is that I really focus on women doing their own events, their own retreats, monetizing their own speaking as opposed to uh, corporate speaking and speaking trying to be a paid speaker. It's, you know, there's a lot of glamour and illusion around being a paid speaker in that it's such an exciting life. But I would say at this point in our lives, and, and I'm moving, I'm, I don't think I'll ever retire or, or uh, I'm, I'm already refired. Right. That, you know, that in that case, you don't want to run around the world so much. You want to create your own community and do your own events and retreats in your own area because then you you have long-term relationships with the people that come, which is a lot more rewarding than being a, a the run around the country speaker, which is kind of like having one night stands, you know? It's it's exciting, but then it's over. Well, when you do your own events, right. you have long-term relationships with your clients. Right. right. Well, that's fascinating because I've been both I've been local and the long-term, you know, doing workshops every month. And what you say is so true, how you build up the friendships and everybody tells their friends, and that's really what made my business successful. Yeah, it's much more wonderful than, you know, and and it's always nice, of course, to run around the country and meet wonderful people. But then, you know, they're, they're not... You know, you can't invite them to dinner. You can't invite them right. to coffee. You can't invite them to your next event because they live hundreds of miles away. And right. so right. really, you know, I teach a concept, Chris, called the sales fountain. And the sales fountain is that you want to, when somebody gives you a check, becomes a client, they now are in your fountain. And if you think about a fountain, you know, the water goes round and round and round and the water just keeps going round and round and round. And that's what we want. We want clients that come in our sales fountain and they stay there forever. We want long-term and lifelong clients. And when we do marketing activities, we want those marketing activities to facilitate new people getting in our fountain. And if all we've got to do is run around the country and speak, yes, we get paid, but we only get paid once. 
So then it's like it's like a funnel where it comes in and goes out, which I don't like. I don't like the funnel. I like the fountain. Because when somebody when you go give a speech somewhere and somebody chooses to write you a small check and they come and spend more time with you, what they're going to do then is they're going to write you a bigger check and then they're going to write you a bigger check and then they're going to keep engaged with you in some capacity maybe for the next 25 years. You know, the beautiful thing about being in your business is most of your clients are long-term clients. And a lot of people don't have that in their business. And what I'm saying is that we can all have it. We can all have clients that are with us for their lifetime. And that's really what I want for the women that are listening to this talk, to this interview. And that's why creating a fountain and creating your own community and doing your own events and doing your own thing and providing people with a community, not just a coach or a service provider, is what will keep them in your fountain for 25 years. And that's what we want. That's beautiful. So you're really making it available to everybody. You don't have to be a big speaker who goes around the country. You can do it right where you are. No, and no, exactly. And I'm, what I'm saying, and I've been the big speaker that runs around the country. I, I run around the world. I still run around a little bit. But most of what I do is not running around. It's in my area so that I can build long-term and ongoing and more fulfilling relationships with my clients. And I can see all the great results from my work with them. And that's also what you don't get when you're the runaround speaker. Yeah. So that I really think that is so cool how you've created this to make it accessible to people. And Absolutely. Make it, make it within reach so they can ask, actually do it. That's awesome. So you have all kinds of cool things. Make make your, your business thrive. Seven mm-hmm. innovative strat- strategies to embrace today. What, what's, what's, is that a program that you teach? Or? Well, we, do, we also do a Business Breakthrough Summit, which is a two-day live event that's focused more on massive monetization business strategies. And we talk a lot more at that event about the sales fountain and creating long-term and lifelong clients and creating multiple revenue streams. And so this strategy that, that we've just discussed of really looking at creating a sales fountain where people stay with you forever is really a key strategy that a lot of people miss. And when we can begin to have our attention on that, part of what we'll find, which is another key strategy, is that there'll be new revenue streams to create because our clients will be asking for things. Then, and that we don't have. And so what do we do? We create them because our clients are asking for them. And that gives us a new revenue stream. For example, I started with the Sought After Speaker Summit and the Business Breakthrough Summit. But then everybody was asking about how to do their own events and retreats. So then we added the Enliven Summit because there was a client need for it. And that's what we want to do is listen to what our clients are asking for and then give it to them. And what does that do? That keeps them in the fountain because we're giving them exactly what they want and they don't have to go somewhere else to get it. This is a very important strategy. Yeah, you know, that's a, it is totally very important. I just really think that is so cool how you've changed. You know, the fountain is a lot different than the funnel. And, and, yes. And that, I mean, I get it now. Okay, yeah, the fountain is like keeps recirculating and 
and everybody right. in there. That is so cool. Katerina, I just get it. That is so really neat. I'm really excited about that. And I think everybody Me too. else should. Everybody else should. Um, why, we have a little bit of time left. Is there anything maybe that I've missed that we haven't covered that you want to share? Well, with let me say this for our okay. listeners because, you know, my experience with women is that we have a lot of brilliant ideas, and I, I call it brilliant idea syndrome. You know, bright, shiny object syndrome is when ideas outside yourself are appealing, and there's all these appealing ideas outside yourself. I don't have brilliant idea, uh, bright, shiny object syndrome. I have brilliant idea syndrome, where I have so many great ideas in my own head. And some of our listeners I know are that way. They have so many brilliant ideas in their head. And I want to encourage them to write down their brilliant ideas, to not pursue them all at once, but to pursue one or two or three or four ideas a year and to really get in action. And the other thing for women is that we really have to watch the perfectionist gene. You know, I meet women, I, I, you know, Chris, at the event where I met you, you know, there was a woman who said she's been writing down, doing her event for five years. She's been writing it down, but she hasn't done anything. Well, if she started five years ago, she would have been on her, you know, 50th event by now. But I think because she just wanted to have everything perfect and and have it be so big and incredible the first time, she's never gotten started. And that is really a thing I see a lot with women that I'm very concerned about is that they don't want to start small, but really that's the way to start. And then you build your confidence and you build your certainty and you build your experience so that you can grow and grow and grow into what's next for you. So take the brilliant, I want our listeners to take their brilliant ideas and maybe if they're big and bold, brilliant ideas to look at what would be some interim ideas or some smaller things that they could get started on right away so that they can be having the experience and start building their community right away and not be waiting. Good one. Yeah. So, again, why don't you tell everybody how they can get in contact with you and you also Great. Have- free gift for them, too. Yes. So, first of all, I love Facebook, and you can find me on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash thrivingbusiness. That's my uh, my fan page. I'm maxed out on my friends. Uh-huh. Of course, love to connect with people on LinkedIn and Twitter. And the summit page for our Enliven Summit is enlivensummit.com. And at the Enliven Summit page, you can also get your free audio on which is very info-packed on doing your own women's events and retreats. And that's a free downloadable audio that people will love. That's info-packed. And, of course, people can find me at katarinarando.com. And I'll give my phone number because people are welcome to call me, 415-668-4535. Or they can email me at kat at katarinarando.com. And those are all... I'm a, I'm a C. You're a K. I'm a C, Chris. And I would love to support our listeners in doing their own events and retreats and really thriving in their businesses. Wonderful. And I know you will, for sure. So everybody, reach out to Katerina and get get the free information that she's got. And um, if you want to talk with me, you can call me, too, at 951 926 4158, and I will 
gladly share with you these strategies that my clients have used. I've over 5,000 and never lost $1. Make sure you have the right paperwork, your living trust, and your powers of attorney, and all your assets are protected from the next crash. You want to have safe money and a fabulous future. Again, you could reach out to me at Chris, K-R-I-S, at readyforpretirement.com. You can also text 777 and send it to 22828 and still get the copy of the free workbook at our website. Katerina, it's sure been fun talking to you. Chris, thank you. This has been so much fun. Really appreciate it and wish you many blessings. Thank you. Same to you. All righty. You have a beautiful day. You too. Found out you can't take a curve at 85. My whole life flashed before my eyes. I braced myself to leave this world behind. As a million questions raced across my mind. Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter to someone? Did I give everything I had to give? Did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? From that moment I became a brand new me With the golden ticket to a better destiny And I told my heart there'll never come a day When I'd have to search inside of me and say Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter to someone? Did I give everything I had to give? Did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? can be a voice of inspiration and my story finds you well cause when the curtain falls there ain't no second chances and you don't want to ask yourself did I live did I love did I matter to someone did I give everything I had to give Did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? Did I matter? I'm mad.